so hey y'all hey welcome back to another episode of divorce is not my destiny y'all i've kind of been all over the place with this podcast i'm not gonna lie y'all are seeing the podcast being really literally put put together written by god and seeing really all the trials and errors and the different things that um, I'm having to go through in order to get it how God wants me to get it and to be consistent and to do all the different things. Like even for instance, I've been so busy in the past week and legitimately like having to clean and put things together and I put the cord to my podcast mic somewhere and y'all can't even find the thing. Watch it pop up later like tomorrow or something after I really don't need to use it at that moment and find it and then be like, oh, I'm gonna put it over here. Have y'all ever had that? That, listen, that's, that's how it is. All right. So y'all, um, I want to talk this episode about just really hearing God. Do you hear God, um, concerning your marriage, concerning your relationships and different things of that nature and this this is going to be a really broad episode and it's going to last like the length of the podcast that it's supposed to last it may end up becoming a series but this is where god is having me to go um to start really recording some of these podcast episodes and i'm just gonna flow exactly how the holy spirit leads me to flow we may have some additional people pop up in the podcast and to pitch in on some of these topics um but this is really based upon hearing god in regards to relationships and this is hearing god based upon relationships whether it be relationships with your family whether it be your marriage whether it be potential spouses that God has placed in your life, whoever you have a relationship with, business relationship, spiritual mothers and fathers, mentors, um, mentees, whoever you are in that person's um, life and regard to what kind of relationship you have with them, you really have to understand um, where God has placed you and how he's placed you in that person's life and then really hear from God. I can tell you right off the rip, there have been so many different relationships that God did not put together, um, like friendships, um, past relationships where I've called a person boyfriend, um, and we've been in a quote unquote boyfriend and girlfriend relationship, which that's going to be a whole nother podcast episode, Lord have mercy. But where I was not meant to be in that relationship and simply because I did not hear God and Oftentimes, I believe sometimes we just get so deep into our emotions and what we feel and what we want and what we desire instead of really taking the time out to seek the Father and ask Him what He wants for us, what He, what our lives should look like, what our lives look like in His eyes and where He has planned and destination for us. Um, even that previous past relationship that I had, um, that past marriage I was in, that wasn't God led whatsoever. That was feelings based and led and it, it wasn't Jesus. I can, t- I can tell you that it wasn't Jesus. Um, because there was so much that happened that just flagged me down. So many red flags. It was just, mm-mm. so 
the bigger question becomes a little bit here and we'll get to the other aspects of hearing God in regards to relationships as the series goes along or as whatever God does with this. Um, the bigger question becomes, how do you know that you hear God and is it the right way? Listen, a lot of times when we get into these situationships, relationships, whatever have you, right off the bat, we kind of really know um, if they are or not. But if you really are confused about it, then guess what? You'll need to compare the aspects of how this relationship came about to the word of God. Because God really has us to focus in on what relationship means Um, what friendship means and we'll break down each and every individual area but for today's podcast we can kind of really hone in on marriage relationships courting relationships right um on whether or not god called them to be and are you are you hearing god are you looking based off of your feelings i know i had to do a lot of reevaluating in this area concerning a potential spouse and spousal relationships for many years um, concerning what God has for me because I just didn't want to get it wrong. I was I was so hard up to do this thing and do it right that I ended up doing it wrong already the first time and God gave me a lot of grace and mercy and concerns with how that went down. But now I'm really taking my time with it. Um, One of the things that I do think butts up against what God has intended for relationship is pressures from the world and pressures from even church folk. I'm going to say it just like that, church folk. Um, And the individual and, and the world's timeline. So if we if we just look at society and what the world's timeline has been, if you grew up in the Western Hemisphere of the United States or the Western Hemisphere and Western culture, you will gather and, and understand that the culture is, okay, you graduate high school, um, you immediately go to college and make sure you get your college education afterward you might be about 24 to 25 maybe 26 depending on if you get your like your 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 associates versus your bachelor's versus your master's depending on what you get then once you're finished with that they expect or they see that you should probably be in some form of a relationship and get married at a young age and then start having kids fulfill these gender roles um which we'll talk about those at one point in time. And that should be your your timeline in which you should do it. You know, you'll spend about maybe uh, six months dating. Then you'll spend about uh, a good year in engagement. And then after that year, you'll spend about two to three years of marriage before you have any children, um, you know, your first child. And then whatever else comes after that whole roller coaster full of things and I can understand the analytical and the logical thinking behind that method but is any of that really God-led like if we really take a step back and look at any and all of that 
is that God-led or is that experience-based? Of what we've seen the mode to be, of what other people have suggested that we do. Um, if you grew up a certain kind of way and your your parents had an influence on it, um, you know, you have friends that grew up in a certain type of culture, um, church culture, world culture, whatever kind of culture, they've suggested it. But if you compare that against what God's word says and you actually go deep in your, your secret place with God and begin to ask him what he would have for this area, is that really what it is? And a lot of times we can't really hear God because we don't even get in our secret place. Let's just caveat and go there. We don't get in our secret place enough. And once we get in our secret place, not only do we not get in our secret place enough, we don't unlock the keys to all, uh, I mean, to unlock the doors to every area of our life, right? We'll unlock the door to maybe parts of our faith, but not our entire faith, not our relationships, not our business relationships. Sometimes we will open up the door to the, the, the business because we definitely want God to bless the business, but not our sexuality or not anything concerning our relationships um, and of marriage or friendship or anything like that. And it's like, okay, God is saying we have to really slow down and evaluate who he really placed in our lives and who he did not place in our lives. Like if you really go person by person and say, hey, who put who put this person here? Was it me? Was it quote unquote a coincidence or was it was it God? And if any if it's anything else besides God, then we have to take a second look at it. Right? Take a second look at it. But let's let's go back to the societal pressure really quick that tends to override. <clears throat> um sorry, y'all, I'm dealing with a, a little bit of cold while re- recording this episode. But let's go back to culture that tends to override the Holy Spirit and what he is really doing in our lives. And I will take you for me, for example, um, in the ride that I've experienced, right? I went the non-traditional route of a lot of things. I did not start going to college right away, right after um, high school. I spent a couple of years um, in the workforce before I attempted to go to college. And even when I attempted to go to college, I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I didn't have an entire idea of what I wanted to do. Um, I had been going around in circles and cycles of where I wanted to be, how I wanted to finish, what, whatever, right? So th- this podcast ain't about that. Um, but at a certain age, I want to say about 22-ish, um, this is when, you know, I really got into social media, um, a lot of Facebook was the main avenue. I don't even know if TikTok was out. I wasn't even on a TikTok platform. Um, and a little bit of Instagram. I was not a Twitter fan whatsoever. Because at the age of 18, I got social media bullied um, on Twitter and did not go back. Because there was not any type of community guidelines protecting the people who were the victims of social media bullying. And I think it was really a newer topic then. But 
neither here nor there. It was mainly Facebook, and I had seen a lot of people around me um, who were my age and who I went to high school with, who I grew up in church with, and get married. And if it, even though that they weren't intentionally trying to do it, it felt like a little bit of pressure there. They weren't the main cause for that, but it felt like it just due to the fact that I had witnessed and seen so many people get married around that age. And then on top of that, I had people from my home church coming up to at me asking, okay, when are you going to get married? Um, are you going to have any kids yet? And it was just like, wait a minute, can I, can I, me and Jesus live life and figure this thing out? Y'all over here near about hogging me down, figure out when I'm going to get married. So what, y'all can come to a wedding and be nosy? Because that's what it sounds like. And then going to be the first one to talk about your butt when there's a divorce that takes place. Anywho. Um, but there was a, there was some some pressures there. Um, I don't know if my, my parents had knew about it. I know my sister and my, my siblings and I had talked about this a couple of times. But there was definitely definitely some pressures there there was definitely some questions there and that played a part in me um marrying now was that the main culprit of it nah the main culprit of me marrying the, the wrong person was the fact that I was just trying to not wait on God at all and do it myself and ended up doing it completely wrong just blowing the whole thing up and causing all these self-inflicted wounds that needed that I needed to heal from and um, and unintentionally put my family through a whole bunch of woodlock right woodlock so that's the ultimate cause of that but I want to say that there's a there was a whole lot of pressure there and that pressure and what I've seen society do and I've seen society say and I've seen all of these worldly aspects do um, unintentionally overwrote the Holy Spirit and what he had to say like he was flagging me down Jesus was straight flagging me down y'all and it was like every single flag that was thrown um, was ignored quite literally and so it's not that I couldn't hear God it was as I heard an apostle say that I put God on mute Um, you really have to be careful that you don't do that so are we hearing God? And not only are we hearing God, are we listening? Hearing and listening are two two different things. Because we can hear God exactly what he said, but not listen to anything he said. And then furthermore, not even obey. And then wonder why God is not blessing us. Wonder why God is not hearing our prayers. Wondering why, you know, our relationships are going so foul and so off and not even going in the right direction because we are not doing what God's word says to acknowledge him in our lot of ways and he's going to direct all of our paths paths in that scripture is very much so plural if you go back and read the scripture and I read from the King James version by the way um if, if you read the scripture 
on that and you read that that verses of scripture and read in detail paths is plural so it's not just one single path it's paths p-a-t-h-s plural that means in all of the ways that we tend to go so in our businesses our relationships our friendships um anything family related in our uh work relationships um, whether we um, are working for someone else or we're running the business that we that God has commissioned us and called us to open in church relationships, ministry, you name it, God should be directing all of that. So before we start even thinking about that, are we hearing God? Because sometimes God don't want you to go no direction with that except for to sit down and heal, right? After my Um, last marriage that God didn't call me into he caused me to sit down and heal I was not actively seeking any type of relationship for three and a half almost close to four years and it is as of this year only that I'm open to whatever God has for me concerning marriage Um, that I'm open I'm open-minded to what God has for me concerning marriage right only this year my divorce was finalized in 2021. And so um, we have to, you know, sometimes he's he's not causing us to search after a relationship. He's not causing us to date. He's not causing us to do these things, but rather just sit down and heal. Cause some of us, we may not have had a marriage that we need to heal from, but some of these relationships we need to heal from if we sat down if we slept with anybody soul ties that need to be broken there is a plethora of things that could hinder a marriage that is like untalked about that's unspoken um and so you have to ask god okay what areas do i need to be healed and set free and delivered from to in order to be prepared for the man or woman of god that you have for me right because any one of those things can be a hindrance because when we when you get married uh one thing i've learned when you get married um it's the two becoming one it's two individuals that god created to become one and it it it, it, you can't fix nobody else but you it's marriage is a whole mirror is what it is because you can't even fix the other individual you can't do you can't make that person change nothing about themselves only god and that person can change them you can't change nothing about that person because you can't you can't override their will you can't make them do anything so it's a whole mirror so it behooves us to get healed and it behooves us to go through the process of pruning and preparation before matrimony before the altar before you say I do um because you are I doing to the crucifixion of the eyes for us the the canceling of eyes for we there's no I in in a marriage it's a it's a we situation it's going to be a team so we have to seek God um, for to, uh, for us to get healing. A lot of times you will see divine marriages and the divine assignments for spouses happen and take place once healing is taking place, right? 
um, the husband or the wife will divinely step in after you've gotten massive healing from past relationships. Now, is that going to say that you're being you're perfect and you won't need healing after that? You won't need deliverance after that? Absolutely not, because um, I've experienced or seen individuals who have testified. Even um, an individual in the boot camp that I um, held from June 9th all the way through October of this year, where she stated she got delivered before when she got married, she needed more deliverance and got delivered right there in her car. She didn't have to go nowhere to actually get deliverance. And so you are always working towards the, 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 the cleanliness, the spot free life, right? You are always, um, Presenting your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is a really reasonable service. If you, my mother, my mother done, she used to always say, what one has made it, who has, who has made it? And your answer should be none. If you still breathing on this earth, if you still living, none have made it. So you're always working on yourself and that's the way it should be. But a lot of heartache and pain can definitely be avoided if there's there's healing done before. Now, don't get me wrong. Some healing and some favor, some finances, some things won't happen until you are aligned with your kingdom spouse, until you are aligned with your your spouse, right? Because that, that marriage and that bond and that covenant that God has called you into is going to bring the favor and the blessings, right? Um, Sometimes your business won't excel. Sometimes, you know, finances won't excel. Sometimes uh, certain areas of your life won't begin to excel until God aligns you with your kingdom spouse. And so that's generally kind of a whole nother topic. Um, But we just got to be hearing, hearing God on what he's saying about these these individuals and, and 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 what he's he's saying about different things because let me tell you in the past couple of weeks there has so been so many counterfeits that I know God did not send at all that I could have easily been entangled with I could have there could have been easily some bad consequences had to continue to entertain them had I not listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit and said you know what this ain't it this ain't it and disengage how he tells me to disengage part of listening to the holy spirit on on a lot of things is really just asking who sent you like don't just accept the person just because they walk in your door like you you would be ultra mad i know i would be i guess it depends on the person if a, if a random stranger came popping up, knocking at my door, talking about, can I come in? And they just start barging in. They're like, if you don't get up out of my house, I'm going to call the pumper on you. If you, you don't get up out of my house, it's the same way with these folks. You got to say, okay, who sent you? Because you're just not going to barge up in my life and destroy nothing, right? You're not going to be not a monitoring spirit, not nothing, okay? Who you? Who sent you? Because if it ain't Jesus, I don't want to hear nothing, Okay. Because ain't nobody got time for none of that. Ain't nobody got time for none of that. Ain't nobody got time to be messing around, playing games, and just accepting God, something that God didn't even call us to accept. So accepting things that God never told us that we should accept, you know. So that's part of hearing God. Another part of hearing God is 
whether he probably gave you a dream or a vision, interpreting and, and understanding what that dream and vision actually meant bef- means before you go down a rabbit trail that God didn't call you to go down. And you, then you'd be delaying stuff because of the fact that we didn't really get the understanding of what that meant. We just assumed it meant one thing, right? Um, I recently had to step back and reevaluate what some dreams and some visions that I've seen and heard meant. Like, okay, what does this actually mean? And um, make sure that I'm hearing from the Father and the throne of grace correctly. Because it, it you could very well be stepping into something that you were not called to step into or delaying stuff that you were you you uh, never should have been delayed from because you're looking at a dream or vision thinking one person is your spouse and they are not. They ain't got even they ain't got no feelings for you. They they don't even see you as a spouse. So we just gotta we gotta just, you know, make sure. Also hearing from God is evaluate like I said, about I think we've covered that part, evaluating your circle. Um oftentimes even our friends maybe who are unequally yoked or don't hear from God can hinder can hinder that um, and so we just gotta reevaluate exactly what information we're being fed um, and who is around us and not even necessarily that this per- these people or, or individuals should not be around you but what yet is coming out of their mouth um, what are they saying right reevaluating that part of your circle is very key a lot of times because um they should be wanting whatever god wants they should be striving for whatever god wants um you to to hear or see or whatnot that should be that should be the ultimate end goal for a lot of things and so you just you know that's a part of hearing there there are so many aspects to hearing god that it would be hard to cover near about in one episode, I feel like. Um, so we'll see where God goes with these episodes. And we're just going to go with the episodes as God um, allows us to go out with. Because, I mean, God is always talking. He's always speaking. But are we listening? He He can speak through a lot of things, y'all. He, can, he really can. He can speak through um, dreams. He can speak through visions. He can speak through... to you audibly he can speak through another individual if they have a word of wisdom or word of knowledge for you he can speak through nature animals he can speak through his own just his word is speaking because god said in his word in the beginning was a word and the word was with god and the word was god so god could even speak directly through his word like so there's so many ways that God is speaking. And a lot of times our eyes and our ears are not open to what he's really saying. Because you got to ask yourself these questions. Like, okay, are we letting society um, override what God is saying? Are we letting friends override what God is saying? Are we letting um, social media override what God is saying? Are we letting books maybe that we've read override what God is saying are we even letting family override what God is saying because we we could literally be hearing and seeing one thing and then the family is completely saying something opposite maybe because they're thinking out of logic or whatever um but 
whatever God is saying, we just want to make sure we walk in alignment with that. Because you definitely don't want to be the cause for holdup for y'all coming together. Because remember, God has to work on that other person and God has to work on you. And then they, God brings y'all two together. He's writing, literally writing your love story to bring you all together. And so he can't overstep their will. He can't overstep your will. And so whether or not that person hears God or you hear God is very vitally important, right? Um, And so we are going, and throughout the podcast episodes, you know, there's going to be bits and pieces of hearing God in there because hearing God is so important. It's vitally important. Um, It could cause you to make a right turn or a wrong turn. Um, Because God should be your, your GPS, your God positioning system. So we just want to make sure, like quadruple check. Because, listen, marriages till death do you part, right? Marriage is a serious thing. A lot of society takes it as very light. Like, oh, I can just casually marry and then casually divorce. I want y'all to think about this as the last, like, thing to think about as, for, like, a closing. That marriage is easy to do in the beginning because all you got to do is write your name on a piece of paper and sign it. You may have to pay $15. But marriage in the beginning is free. Getting married to somebody is free. Okay? In in a worldly view, analytical view, getting married is free. But getting divorced is costly. But if you look at it from a godly view, getting married is costly, but it's worth the while. I love y'all with the love of Christ, and I hope to hear y'all and see y'all on the next next episode, podcast episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Bye.